Welcome back to the Girls Talk Ag podcast, plowing through the manure online. Uh, this week, I have Jen and Karen, of course. Say hi, gals. Howdy. Hello. Look at them. They're so good. Uh, and we have a special guest, and we're kind of excited, and we're going to do our best not to embarrass her, not to make her unemployable, and to like put her up into the ranks of coolness right next to her mom, because her mom's super cool. Uh, we I'm, have... I'm getting an eye roll here. <laughs> but... Oh, the people who mean... would be hiring you are your mother's age. <laughs> I think she's cool. She's super hip. That's she and young and looks vibrant. And uh, you could bounce a quarter off that ass. So um, we've got Casey, Ms. Casey Campbell here, and we have to rush today because she has a Garth Brooks concert to go to, y'all. So she doesn't have time for our show really but she's she's a good sport uh say hi casey hi <laughs> sounds a little excited. more enthusiastic the excitement Hello. is palpable like you could just like i just got goosebumps because i'm like wow she's so pumped to be here <laughs> um, about as much as her dad casey, was yeah. <laughs> i see your emotions run deep in the campbell family um <laughs> That's we take what, medication for that. Really? That's just it. When we have feelings, we stop having them. <laughs> uh, Casey is a soon-to-be graduate um, from Iowa State. Her uh, degree or her major is in agronomy with a focus on uh, environmental... Oh, crap. I forgot to take the rest of the notes. Casey, tell us about your degree. Okay. Well, I have a major in agronomy with a focus in soils and environmental quality. So a lot of that is like soil fertility but also like soil formations and landscapes that's fun so like landscapes just that's don't call fun. it dirt in front of her she get mad you get oh, mad yeah. you mad bro um so what what made you decide to go into that realm um i don't really know i i really just didn't ever like the pigs growing up like they were cute when they were born but after that they just kind of grow ugly and mean and they and smell, then, and they make yeah. horrible noises. So I just looked the other route, and I like soil, so I decided to go for it. And then yep. I fell in love with the agronomy department at ISU. So. And you also judge soil, correct? Yeah. So I judge soil in high school, and then now I do for Iowa State. Like, what is what goes into judging soil? Tell us about that a little bit. Okay. Um, so judging soil in college is um, a lot more difficult and just more intense than judging soil in high school. Judging soil in college, we identify the horizons. Um, we identify the specific soil texture classes. Um, we identify the color, and then we also do some interps for site use, and then we also do um, soil taxonomy. So we key it out and classify it based on the soil properties. And all that went right over Angie's head. But I understood it. it. So. <laughs> yeah, I definitely was like it, that Simpsons episode when he's like, are we going to the ballet and the bear is on the unicycle again? Like I brought that up once in a former podcast a while ago. But um, no, so you just you judge it, the classifications of it, like you figure out if it's like what Sandy Loam and stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Wow, right. that's impressive. That's... She's impressed. I can tell by the look <laughs> on her face. Where I grew up, we have a lot of sandy loam soils. I know that much. Yeah, so I actually just got back 
from South Dakota judging, and we saw some Sandy Loam there. Did so. you? Yeah. See, yeah. It, there's a McBride Sandy Loam, right? I don't know if you've ever studied it since it's pretty much just local to our area back in McBride. And it's like a special kind of Sandy Loam, I guess, that really sucks. But it's good for like cedar trees and swamps and apparently growing like carrots and potatoes and shit once you drain the water off it. So, so yeah, that's where I grew up. And then I took a class once that I found really interesting, but again, I didn't know anything about agriculture. And that's what we did. We drove around one day and we're like, this is where this type of soil is located. And this is where that. So basically it was like a really rudimentary, like elementary version of what you did congratulations <laughs> you're way smarter than me so congratulations um so now what do you want to be when you grow up then with a job like with your background that like that you know are you looking at is there a certain set of jobs that you would be looking at right off the get-go because you've done a couple internships and stuff like that so do you have like a choice of something that you'd like to get into or are you just you know will work for money I want to not live under my parents' roof, so just pay me. I'm pretty sure her answer is she wants to be Karen. Right. <laughs> I'm pretty I, sure. I actually, like, yeah, my long-term goal is to, to, like, become, like, an independent agronomist or an agronomist for, like, a seed company or, this is, like, way off the wall, but be, like, a professor at, like, a community college, so. Well, that's fun. Yeah. Everyone wants to do that yeah. when they're in college until they grow up and they realize that college kids are mostly jerks. Not you, though. You're a sweetheart. <laughs> um, that's why I always was like, I'm going to be a professor when I grow up. And now I'm like, no, thank you, please. They'll pick on me. I thought about it. And I got my master's, so I could do junior college. But to get the PhD, I was like, no way. Screw that. Psh, right. I'm out. That's a lot. <laughs> Tapping out here. That's. I just went and spoke to an FFA group, and based on how well that went, I need to never think about teaching again, ever. <laughs> Not responsible they for just... small children, right? <laughs> I'm My like, experience Ooh. with high schoolers is they just stare at you. Yes. And you know they're not really there. <laughs> yeah. That's like homeschooling. I'm like... Why? Why? I yeah. send my kids to school so that they can learn from people who who can teach them. Who I can't teach them that, and I don't want to spend all day with them. My kid's preschool teacher the other day, she's like, I don't know how you do it with these two. And I said, well, one of them comes here five days a week, and now you know why. <laughs> and she's like, oh, like, yeah. Booze. All the booze. That's right. Let's boo. No, yeah. They just stared at me weird. And then I like said a minor curse word. Um, one that I wouldn't even bleep on the podcast. And then I, they all of a sudden, like one of them looked yeah. at me like, she's you have our attention. Or <laughs> she can buy me beer. Right. That was about it. She's trying to be cool. This is painful. I wonder if I tell her I'll be her friend. She'll give me <laughs> beers. I'd be like, no, that's illegal. Go talk to your mother. But anyway, so so yeah, independent agronomist is pretty kick-ass. I've heard from a grapevine friend named Karen that she enjoys it a lot. Um, and I have a friend that's a field rep um, up in Michigan. And so, you know, as a way to kind of put yourself out there a little bit, are you looking to move or do you want to stay close to the home farm? Yeah, so I'd rather be in Indiana, um, but right now I'm just kind of looking for anything closer than what Iowa is, so. Yeah, Iowa sucks. A little bit. Yeah. <laughs> just kidding. No, I mean, I think, yeah, because I was I lived in Iowa for three years, and when I left, I felt like I finally got paroled. To me, right? like, to live in Iowa, like, if you're from Iowa, you're accepted, but if you're from somewhere else, they look at you funny no matter how long you're there. Sorry, Angie. 
No, it's true. It's very true. I'm going to get one of those Iowa stickers that says captive in the middle of it. Uh, my business partner has one that has the state of Iowa with a plant in it and it says transplant. Transplant. That's see, that works too. Cause that's what I am. I am a Michigan gal, but no, Iowa is okay. If you, you can only drive I 80 East of Des Moines so many times before you want to hurt yourself. <laughs> yeah. That's why. And it seems like everyone's always like, come to the quad cities and speak to us. And I'm like, no, Cause then I'm halfway home and I almost feel like I should go the rest of the way. Cause I did the worst part of the drive. Like across <laughs> Illinois isn't even as bad as like yeah. Cedar Rapids through Iowa city or whatever. But anyway, so yeah, staying in Indiana is, is nice. They have lots of soil types and stuff. So that works. Well, really and well just to you. be clear, I mean, there's nothing wrong with wanting to live in a certain place, you know? No, no. I, I want to live the back big in thing, Michigan. Yeah. I think the big thing where we're, we, I like, this is a big group effort here we're finding is is that most companies really want flexibility i guess yeah. they want mm-hmm. they want those employees that they're hiring to be flexible which i understand some of that though is is somebody has to be in this area that she's in um, that we currently live in and to me it seems like why not get someone who knows the area who knows the people who wants to give back to the community someone who's likely to stay there for a long time yes i mean who's focused on that area you see so many companies get into the same problem that a lot of churches nowadays get into and this isn't a religious conversation by any means it's they always think they have to move pastors and they always think (laughs) they have to move you know your salesperson and stuff like that and it really doesn't work that i mean I've I've worked in the same area with the same people. You know, this is my 13th or 14th harvest. And there are some that I have worked with since day one, you know, and and I don't I couldn't leave them. I'm, I'm dedicated to their success. And I think that's an entirely different situation than when you first you know, when you're constantly being moved. So I but I can understand the frustration in that because they're they're you know, as someone looking for a position because you're like, hey, I'm, you know, I don't plan on going anywhere. Once you get me hired here, I'm going to work hard for you and work hard for your growers and blah, blah, blah. But you have the the companies that are like, well, we'd really like to move you to Montana and then maybe South Carolina for a little bit and then down to Texas. And maybe eventually you'll get back to Indiana in 20 years or so, you know, and that's so I think that's where you see a lot of failures in big companies bringing in um, really good young employees for that. But maybe I'm wrong. Yeah, I had one try try to hire me and move me to western nebraska i'm like uh no thanks (laughs) i'm not going west of des moines here and then i ended up coming right back to where i wanted to be anyway so but i was just gonna say about that so uh, i think your average first job is about three years and that's what mine was and that doesn't mean that you have to switch companies or anything but even within companies you know your first job is about three years before you move into another position so when you're out looking for a job your first job doesn't have to be your forever job um granted i'm on my second job which is hopefully my forever job but you know (laughs) since you own the company yeah yeah but my boss is a real bitch sometimes (laughs) yeah i don't know how you put up with it but i'm just saying I think a lot of this, you know, like she didn't stay in state and go to Purdue. I mean, Purdue's a great ag college, great agronomy department. Um, Yeah. But she chose to go out of state and then to want to come back. Um, I think when a kid chooses a college, I think they need to choose 
the college that works best for them. And, and I don't think I can say enough great things about Iowa State, um, the way they treated Casey, the way they treated our family, the way they made it easy for us to go out there, get her exactly what she wanted. For uh, the price I wanted. For the price she wanted. Well, I'm going to put my two cents in here that she skipped over an awful good ag college on Interstate 74. <laughs> I skipped over an expensive ag college. <laughs> I agree with that, too. Um, you know, what? one thing Iowa State said to us when we talked about going out there was, you know, they said to us, we want her out here. What can you do? What, what can we do to get her here? And Chris said, well, um, it could be closer to home and it could be cheaper. And they said, well, we can't really move the college, but we can definitely work on the cost. And I think, well, I know, I know for a fact that we paid less to send her out there um, by the time we got everything worked out with them than it was to pay in-state tuition to Purdue. That is the exact same thing with the University of Illinois and Iowa State also. Iowa State used to just waive in-state or waive out-of-state tuition for the counties in Illinois that bordered Iowa, but a few years ago they lifted it for all of them, and so it's a lot cheaper. There's a lot more kids going to Iowa State from Illinois than there used to be just because of the expense. And the good thing is, I mean, Iowa State's a great ag school too, so it's not like you're giving up anything to go there. You're still getting a great opportunity. Oh, no. I mean, it, it was amazing. Would you not agree with that, Kay, that yes. it, it was the education well, you were looking for? And the agronomy, depart- agronomy department especially just has treated me really well. So And Ames is awesome. Yeah. It's like it's, it's a small town feel, and that's why I like. I was up at West Lafayette this week, and it's just it feels massive yeah. and like a maze to me, but Ames is like a small town. I was really amazed by that, I have to say, because I went down, I've I've gone down and, and attended a few conferences and things like that there uh, across from the stadium. They have that little area. And uh, uh, I was really amazed by it because, yeah, most big state schools that you go to are, you know, your, your campus is bajillions of miles. The campus is big, but I would argue that the ag campuses are still small. Because I went to the University of Illinois, and when I was an undergrad, I mean, I couldn't walk anywhere or go anywhere without seeing somebody I knew. Yeah. So, I mean, the ag campus is still small, but I understand, you know, overall, it seems like a more of a hometown feel. Well, and what we really loved about Iowa State was, and I did not graduate from Purdue, but I was up there, when you start your freshman year at Iowa State, you are with those kids in your major. You are not thrown into the freshman class of Iowa State. You are. Yeah, I'm kind of sad that I didn't do you're, that. Like, oh my gosh! Can I go? Back? I know. Me too. Can I be like? We had an Ag 100 that all of the freshman Ag students were in, and then we had you know the Agronomy 101, and then the Soils 101, which. Yeah, so I was actually in a learning community that we all went to the learning same classes. Community. That's new. Right. Yeah. So everyone, yeah, like even our like Math 100 and like Geology 101, we were in the we had the exact same schedule as all the other Agronomy freshmen. Oh wow! So yeah. the first wow. day of class is like I knew who I was going into who she and so like she wasn't thrown into general ed classes in math and English um like when I went to Purdue you know as a freshman I was thrown into to English classes math classes and science classes with engineering majors and you know fashion design majors and nursing majors and when she went to her first first class her freshman year she was with kids that she that were not only 
majoring in, in the same, but she would be with for the next four years. And I already met them, too, because we went on a weekend field trip the weekend before school touring. Let's see, we toured Pioneer in Iowa and, like, some of our research farms together that whole first weekend. That's awesome. Like I said, I now want to go to there. Like, I'm really sad. So I'm 35. Um, do you think anyone would notice if I just told them I was 19? They would call you grandma. <laughs> I'm hip, man. I'm cool. I wear cool jeans. They'd come to you sometimes. looking for doobies. Probably. <laughs> I'd be like, guess what? Here's your doobs. Um, no, I wouldn't because that's illegal and unright. Um... No, so that's kind of neat how they've changed things. Because even, you know, I I graduated in 2000 and I went to a liberal arts school because I was scared to death of going to a big state school. You know what I mean? Like I, I just didn't like the idea because I graduated with like 70 people. So I went to a really tiny high school growing up. And uh, it, the idea of going to like a state school scared the crap out of me. Like just because of how many people and you'd never know anyone and roofies and the drinks or whatever. I don't know. But, you know, so like that's such a neat idea. As a parent, it was amazing because they called her by name. She wasn't number 552 on a list of incoming freshmen. It was, hey, Casey, glad you're here. I also lived with a bunch of ag majors, too. Um, My whole entire floor for my dorm was all ag majors. So like. I didn't know my roommate coming in, but I knew she was going to be an ag major, so I knew we had something in common. Yeah, it would be nice. Yeah. My roommate and I had nothing. I mean, I adore her still. Um, She was awesome. We had a great time, but we really had nothing in common. Like, she was the one that taught me that you're not supposed to wear uh, brown belt and black boots. So am I really the only one here that's a sorority girl? Oh, my God. Like, totally. You are the only one here. (laughs) Okay, but I lived at 4-H house, which is probably about as ag as you can be for a sorority, but... What is so, Riggs so angry yeah. about? She is just, like, she well, has... Be the gentleman fixing the furnace is here, and he oh. said, he, he, he said, well, I can fix your front door, because it's not closing correctly before I leave, and I was like, score! <laughs> <laughs> but Riggs watching him at the front door. Riggs like, stay away from my mom's back door. Um... <laughs> I'm sorry, Casey. I'm not. Hi. <laughs> I'm the fun one. Um, we'll Dan always says we'll edit that out, and Angie never I does, never just so you know. I never do, because it's no fun. It doesn't make it fun. That's what that's our thing. We have but like I'm just here lessons. thinking, you know, we had, um, so we had our Ag 100 together, but agronomy majors, my friend Dave and I were in a lot of classes together, and he's probably, if he listens to this, he's probably thinking, thank God I didn't have every single class with Karen. Oh my God, can you imagine? It was yeah, so funny. Was like, too long ago. I was in probably two years ago. For some reason, one winter, I was really popular in the magazines, and he sent me a text and was like, You're really wow. popular in the magazines. I like that. Yeah, yeah. Well, and uh, he sent me some kind of message, and I sent him back, and I'm like, Can you believe that they put that drunk girl in the magazines? Right? <laughs> That's yeah. what I think everyone thinks, like, now that I do TV and stuff, and I'll post about it on Facebook, and most of the kids that I went to high school with are probably like, Really? <laughs> Because the girl that carried the bottle of booze farm around in the brown paper bag because she thought that was cool is, like, telling people how to market their grain now? Like, <laughs> and then on the second time, they're like, what does she do? It always amazes me, you know, 
yeah, I see certain people and I'm like, yeah, I remember seeing him puking out the back door of the red shed in Madison or, you know, I remember, <laughs> you know, so-and-so right? sleeping on this, you know, the astronomy observatory steps because they couldn't make it all the way back to their house. Ask mom what astronomy is. Astronomy. <laughs> what year was that? Your freshman year. Freshman year, she said she was taking astronomy. And... No, I said I was taking meteorology. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and she goes, oh, the planets just confuse me. <laughs> Are you a Pisces? I said it. Are you a Pisces? <laughs> so, Casey, tell us, you know, like that, I mean, that's awesome that that changes, you know, that they've changed how, how school is for you and stuff like that, but... You know, we we saw there was a lot of talk in like 2015 about all of the ag careers, the careers in agriculture and how we didn't have anywhere near the amount of skilled um, graduates to come out and fill these positions and and yada, yada, yada. Um, And of course, the last two years, we've seen some pretty significant changes in, in revenues and things of that nature in agriculture. How is looking for a job right now? Have you seen, you know, are companies kind of backing off on how they were hiring kids? You know, because you, you've been going to school for, for four years. Well, you're early out, aren't you? Three and a half? Yep. That's what I thought, because I didn't think you had been. You're missing all the fun. That tells me that Casey did not have enough fun in college. I had too much fun. <laughs> Karen's the one that was like, I need to go back for another 10 years, please. Lots of people go yeah. to school for 10 years. Yeah, they're called doctors. I graduated in four and had so much fun that I went to another place to give me another degree. At least I have two degrees to show for six years. Thank you. <laughs> That's what I need some more. But so you're out. And I'm not living in my parents' basement. <laughs> right. So. That's, I'm an independent agronomist, damn it. I want my own ass. Um. <laughs> so you, but you, so you, you started three and a half years ago. So you started about the time that, you know, they were talking about all of these, this growth in agriculture and yada, yada, yada. Have you seen it different? Like, did you, were you able to communicate with some of the seniors that graduated when you were a freshman, you know, and what they were doing with jobs? Did it seem like they got jobs quicker than what you guys are getting? Has there been a change there or do you think it's pretty much the same? You know, I don't know. I mean, I feel like I'm in my own personal hell right now, but <laughs> It's called purgatory. Like, yeah. Um, when I was a freshman, I just know that the College of Ag always preached that there was like a 99% placement rate, and they don't say that anymore. Um, so that can say something. But looking online for jobs, I think they're looking for – I honestly sometimes feel overeducated. And also, I can't drive anything worth a <laughs> so I don't have, like, the skills to be, like, a sprayer operator or even, like, a CDL driver. And that's what they're looking for right now, I feel like. And that, that would make sense. I mean, I can tell you that in our company, three years ago, we were growing to the point of where we would have loved to have brought in a, a nice young go-getter agronomist slash salesperson. Um, and now our biggest concern is trying to get our elevator staffed. Um, so I think that's kind of an unfortunate thing is that some of the... the um, I don't want to say lower skill, you know, but it's some of the... Yeah, uh, it's definitely, like, a skill, like, a technical profession. That's a good um, one. Look at you. Yeah. But I do know that a lot of companies that college are education down. I paid for. <laughs> She's a grown-ass woman. Well, huh? I mentioned this to uh, Casey <laughs> privately, but I'll be brave enough to say it in front of Jen and have the wrath of Chris come down down me later, but I told Casey she needs to go to grad school. Actually, you know, Chris wants her to go to grad school. We're pushing, and we're actually pushing her to do that. Now, 
he thinks she ought to pay for it, <laughs> or her employer ought to pay for it, but um, she would make an excellent grad school student. I disagree. I worked in a research lab for a year, and I hated every second of it. <laughs> um, okay, but I had field I had field projects, and I only worked in the field in the summer, so. And they paid me to go to graduate school, so yeah. I, I didn't and incur I, the expense. I've looked into it, but... I've quit two things in my life, and the first is like 4-H tractor driving, and the second was that lab job. And I, I don't think I, I don't think I've cut out for research personally. Yeah, but my my whole research project was in the field. So I mean, I mixed the chemicals while one of my fellow grad students sprayed them off the tiny little tractor. So, but we kind of dealt. You know, I was a lot better at mixing, and the guys were a lot better at spraying and knowing where to spray. So yeah, I can mix stuff, but yeah. But, you know, being technical and precise in your measurements and getting the right things into the right canisters, you know, most of the time the girls did that and the guys were the tractor drivers, so. Yeah, we we give her a hard time. I think she's hit two mailboxes with a tractor, maybe, and so I could every, every time I, she I can't a tractor, it. we cringe. Yeah, we would. I was not allowed to touch anything on the farm after I smashed the, um, the, uh... Pressure washer with the high Oh, wow. Yeah. Yeah, I don't drive it, equipment. Dead. Pressure washer, smash, done. Oh, my uncle, Greg, that's the worst fight I've ever seen my aunt, my mom and my uncle get into. I thought he was going to explode. It was like two weeks later, though. So, like, I thought everything was okay, and then all of a sudden the pressure washer came back to haunt us. So I never drove anything after that. The last time my parents yeah. sent me out in the tractor was to work some ground, and they sent my eight-year-old little brother with me. To, to to manage me in the tractor. That's pretty much what Kay does. She has to have someone. <laughs> yeah. And there's nothing wrong with that. I mean, that's what I'm going to old person say, though, like, and I use this example a lot, too. I think I just used it, like, two weeks ago. But, like, in Billy Madison, when, when the little boy's like, I can't wait to go to high school, Billy. No. If you're in a hurry to become an adult, <laughs> On that idea, because you got all the rest of your life to be an adult. But if you're struggling to figure out what you want to do and don't want to spend a bajillion dollars while doing it, you know, I, I mean, I totally get that. When I was done with school, I was done with school. I just got really lucky um, that I'm a good <laughs> bullshitter, I guess, because I got into this position that I'm in and it worked out. It just happened to be like um, divine intervention in my existence kind of deal um, more so than anything. I, but, I just think that. But yeah, I mean, I, I, and we can delete this if Casey wants. I, I think that we're really, she's really hoping to find that really long term job because she's a committed person and looking for yeah. exactly what she wants. And, and I just wonder if that isn't going to be hard. I disagree. I feel like right now I'm too pressured to find a job. And honestly, I would accept anything. Which is, like, not the way to do it at all. And that's why I'm upset with myself right now. That's what, don't be. You've got two months. You haven't yeah. graduated yet. And I went home. I keep telling I, her that. She's already yeah, After grad out. school, I was home for two and a half months before I got the interview that got me the job. And I didn't start the job until six months after I left grad school. So. <laughs> She's, her eyes are wide, like, oh, my God, I have to live with my mother for. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. You can just. It was not fun, but I lived through it. <laughs> You survived. My brothers kept, they wanted me, they were still in high school, and they wanted me to um, substitute teach. And they're like, oh, you'd have us in your class. And I'm like, yeah, you and your friends, and I'd want to smack each one of you, and I'd end up in jail. Right, you'd end up on the news. <laughs> but you'd have your own space. <laughs> <laughs> She's like, OK, 
okay, jail. Maybe that's not bad. Yeah. No, I I did the same thing. I graduated in April of 14. Um, or excuse me. I wish. I'm young. I'm April hip. 14. 25. <laughs> My life is in front of me now. No, it's not. It's, I'm 35. It's all downhill from here. Uh, I graduated in April of 04. And started in my position there in like oh February of oh five. In the meantime, I worked the worst sales job ever. I but I needed to make money, and I didn't. It didn't work out well to bartend. Like I tried to bartend, and it just you didn't. just drank too much in yourself. Yeah, it didn't work for me. The managers, like the man, one manager, really hated me for some reason. I don't know why. She just did not like me, and I wasn't a fan of her. But um. So I didn't last very long there, and I found this sales job, and and uh, I I it's I think it's interesting from a parent's perspective, I guess, because I just can't. You know, she's like, "Oh, I could do this job. I could do this job." I'm like, "That's sales, Casey. Do you know how hard sales is, and how much pressure there is to perform?" And and I I just from a parent standpoint, I'm like, "Oh my god, I I just." It seems like so much pressure to to be a sales. Do you like the idea of sales, Casey? Or no? I like the idea of sales getting me a long-term position that I would like in the future. But you want to find a job where you're doing agronomy, like a field rep. Like Sinjana has their I, reps type thing. That's what... I would, but I... Re- I would, but I respect the fact that how you get that experience is being a salesman. Yeah. So. And that's, and sales is, can be difficult, but it also can be so rewarding. I mean, I do it and I don't really feel pressure. I felt it as a challenge. Like I, it was, and it all depends too. I've never, I've never been a fan of commission-based sales. Um, You know, like that, that's a struggle because even the most honest person, you know, if they're looking at a bunch of bills to pay and, and, you know, know that their commission check is, is for the next week and blah, blah, blah. Commission-based sales, I've always, you know, tried to avoid if I, I can. Not saying like a bonus commission, but you need a, a baseline income to avoid, you know, maybe being put into situations you don't want to be. But I love sales. I, I loved getting to know farmers and uh, having to build relationships with them and, and learning a lot about, you know, myself and that, you know, working with people and yada, yada, yada. But um, and I think that's kind of the only, is that really some of the only stuff that you're seeing open out there right now? Does that seem to be the case or? Um, yeah, I, there's really the, a lot of companies have like sales trainee positions, which is what I interviewed for yesterday. Um, and cause they want to mold their, they want to mold their salesmen. And then the, that sales trainee position also has other paths you can take. Um, and you know, the person I talked to yesterday, he was very open about being a salesman. He said there's lots of different ways to sell mm-hmm. and that any personality type can sell as long as they learn to adapt. Yeah. Um, so that gave me some hope. Yeah. No, anyone can sell. I mean, if if you can can read people, if you feel comfortable, you know, face-to-face with someone, being able to read a mood um, or a moment, um, you will go far. I always struggle with this molding sales and I'm using my air quotes and I'm not talking poorly against the companies that do it, but don't, I, I hate this molding people idea. Like I, I just, there seems to be this thing where we want to turn out these khaki wearing robots and that just pisses me off. Yeah. Right. Well, the thing that I'm getting a lot is that, especially from my past internship, companies want 
people who are dedicated to their business and only their business yeah. and like will do anything, will bleed for them. I call it wearing and... that company's underwear. <laughs> Yeah, that's what it is. They do have to wear that company's underwear, and that's what they expect. And I get it. I've just been fortunate. I've worked for two independent companies that had no. We don't have enough money for underwear, so I go commando. The more, the more I, (laughs) the more I look at company stuff. I think a small company is the right one for me. It is. I will. I will agree with it. I mean, any job's the right one for you, of course. At this point, because you're freaking out about it, you don't need to take a deep breath. Shot of tequila. You're 21. It's okay. Um, you know, even just uh, um, spending some time back around home and working. I don't know if you have like a local farm store or something like that. Like you'd be amazed at who you would run into in those types of situations and any type of work experience. At least in my my opinion any type of work experience is better than none like even if you feel it's under and 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 i'm not giving you this is not advice to you exactly this is just kind of my my take as someone who does hiring and who has struggled with finding the right people that i want to work on angie's advice to the youth wow yeah the youth i feel like rob sharkey right but any type of work experience is better than none. But if you're going to leave a job and put it on your resume after only being there for like three months and have like 10 of those in a row, that's even worse than having a big window of no experience. Mm-hmm. So it's a hard, you know, you're stuck in a, a hard thing. Oh, it's always a red flag to me, Jen, when someone has like seven jobs in five years. I can see that. I mean, personally, from my perspective, you know, if, if someone wants to come work here, even just as, you know, even part-time help during the busy season. I'm like, yeah, you know, how often do you, why, why are you, why, why are you changing jobs so often? What what is it? What is your problem? Do you not like people? What is your problem? You know, and I'm amazed because there are some young people that I've, I've seen come in to even like the merchandising role and they're on their third or fourth job in the first five years they're there. And a lot of times I'll be talking to my boss and and he'll ask it, well, what do you think about so-and-so? And I'll, that's all I'll say. They're at their third company in five years. Oh, well, I guess that tells me what I need to know, you know, like, but, but I've worked one other company prior to this one and, and I see myself either as retiring from citizens or eventually being independent, uh, you know, like in a different sort of role like that's So I'm fortunate in that respect, but I'm also very fortunate that it's a small company and I have a crazy boss who was like, sure, I'll hire that 28 year old to run my grain department. Well, well and I would on. say that even some of the jobs that you don't necessarily like, you can learn a lot from. You know, I know a lot of people complain about being sprayer operators and whatnot and mixing the chemicals, but you can learn a lot about chemicals in that type of position. Well, um, even just the accounting of it, like finding a local elevator that you could get into. Um, and be, I know it sounds like you'll probably cringe when I say it because... She Nowadays, doesn't want to be Angie. Not. She wants to be Karen. Stop. No, I mean, like a secretary, like I, my gal, I have a, a gal that I work with that's been in at Citizens for longer than we have. And, and we do custom agronomic work and all of that stuff. And she could probably tell you more about how to buy and sell chemicals, fertilizer, yeah. you know, any of that stuff, the invoicing side, the rebate side in and out. I mean, she's actually morphed into a better salesman than some of our salesmen because she has a different level of knowledge about how things have worked. And she listens to the farmer. So like when the farmers report back to her, she actually listens to what they say versus just being like, yep, well next year, try this product, you know? And uh, 
she's she's done phenomenal with in such that a role. background in soils have you looked at any of like the natural resource type jobs yeah so isda is hiring like it's not exactly soil conservationist but uh they have two soil positions up in Fort Wayne that I think I'm going to apply to. I'm just, I'm honestly scared that if I start out at ISDA, I won't be able to move from that to a bigger company if I wanted to. I always corporate. feel like, yeah, corporate. But I always feel like I could go from corporate to ISDA. I don't know. That might be dumb. I think you. No, no, no. You're not dumb. I. But I think you. I think an ISDA position would actually be beneficial in a transition to corporate, like on your resume. To have that on that you've done some of that and worked in that realm because then you could help with if some regular things. you can survive a government things. job, yeah. then you can make it in the corporate world. Oh, yeah. So I'd really, yeah. my ideal position right now, I think, I just got the job description today, but it would be with the soybean checkoff up in Indianapolis. Time out. Soybean checkoff in Indianapolis. I know we have some listeners with connections up there. Help our girl Casey out. Maybe we'll send you a water bottle. <laughs> We're offering free swag if you we hire my dog. We will send a t-shirt. Come on. A t-shirt. A t-shirt with your Twitter handle on the back if you so desire. But anyway, tell us your uh, your ideal job, Casey. Well, so my ideal starting job, my ideal end job. Starting. Well, your okay, ideal starting. The one, the one that you're, you're looking, looking at right now, the job description. Okay. Yeah. Well, it's for assisting the planning and implementation of the production and environment and livestock and aquaculture programs. Livestock. That's and straight off the job description. Aquaculture. There's no soil in aquaculture. But there no, is but farming. There's soybeans. There's soybeans and feed and fish. There you go. Yeah. So with this, with that position, I mainly just be helping farmers and educating farmers on new programs that the checkoff is um, assisting with and. I think that would be my overall goal. Just I want to help farmers like my dad without there's you know, no helping can't drive sorry. the tractors. Right. <laughs> <laughs> he sorry, didn't marry your mother, so he's lost hope like for 25 years now. Yeah. And he didn't but. get a freaking wedding gift. So that's how you help your dad. You get your mom an anniversary gift. Anniversary. <laughs> Buy that's her a, those boots. Every day. No, and that's no. I think that's great. I think that's one thing that um, you can't adequately put on a resume is your desire to help people and i think that's something that you cannot train or put into someone like you you either have someone who's willing to help and and ready and willing to do everything it takes to help the customers or the people that they're working with or they don't i mean plain and simple you know and i've had both types work for me in the past and you just want to kill the latter one like do you have no empathy for anyone ever are you just you know so do those desires and those those do they come across, do you, do you feel like they come across in the interview then? Because if it's not on your resume, where do we... Cover letter. You put them in your cover letter. Okay. So, yeah. And that and the hardest part is, is it depends on who's reading your cover letter. Honestly. And you don't know. You just send in a cover letter. But your biggest thing that you need to, to describe, you know, and, and I've always, I would rather read a, a good cover letter than even look at a... Re- I've, I've interviewed people before based on their cover letter. Not giving a shit about their resume. Oh, they worked in a grocery store for the last seven years. Well, it says here that they want to do something to grow and learn and blah, blah, blah. And, you know, and, and I've I've interviewed them. Um, and, you know, like that's the gal that we have working for us now was very passionate about getting into agriculture because her dad was a farmer. She was working for a vet prior. She's awesome. 
I mean, she's the new, she's my assistant's assistant and she kicks ass. Like she, and so. Your assistant has an assistant? assistant? Yes. (laughs) (laughs) That's why. Well, we, she. I told you she was a celebrity. They do the. No, no. Damn. They do the accounting side, so like it's. I have to wipe my own ass, Angie. (laughs) That's what I do too. I don't, I'm not that kind of boss. Although I, no, I couldn't be, I would never, but no, she, so she, like I do, I oversee all the grain and everything. I buy and sell and trade everything. And then Amber does all of the accounting and then she has someone who helps her do all of the accounting stuff, but they both help me if I need it, if that makes sense. But, um, Caitlin's her name and she is fantastic. She has no experience really. I mean, in agriculture, she worked for a vet. She did his scheduling and stuff like that, but she wants to learn. And that was the thing that was very expressed in her cover letter is that she really, really wanted to learn and she was willing to get into any type of position in, in agriculture, really, in order to be able to to grow. And that's one thing with, with my company is if they want to do something different, all they have to do is come to me and say, hey, I'd like you to teach me more about this and we'll work, you know, in, in a different direction for them if we can. We're just very fortunate for who we work for and all that stuff. But, but yeah, get your... Uh, the feelings are for your cover letter. Your technicals are your resume. And maybe they taught you that in college. I don't know. I'm old. I, it, maybe it's different now. I, I, do you even have resumes? Do you send them like a tele thing? Like one of those? <laughs> like Tupac? You know what I mean? A hologram? Send them a periscope. <laughs> Live Twitter. <laughs> yeah. Get on you YouTube. Resume, right? Yes, I have resumes. Okay. Just check. Okay. You have a resume, right? God damn it, Bob. Yes. Jeez, <laughs> you think I am? No, and I mean that's that's it's just hard right now. So you're you feel like you're living in your own personal hell. Obviously, everyone else that you're going to school with probably feels the same way if they're graduating soon. Is, is does there seem to be frustration in the job market that you're seeing, or or are? Uh, yeah, there definitely does. Uh, an intern I worked with this summer, he's worked at the same company for three years, so all his summers are with the same company. And they've always, like, let on to him that, that he will be accepted into their career program, and he wasn't accepted. Wow. And he found out six minutes before the career Ooh. fair started. Oh, did he cry? I'd have cried. I, he, he yeah. It's okay. You can cry. <laughs> you can admit it. I, I felt so bad. And then to, and then yesterday was his birthday, so oh, he, he just, got double crapped on. Which company was it? No, I'm just kidding. You don't have to tell us. Although you could whisper it. I think it starts with a W. Oh, was it that seed, the black and yeah. orange seed company? Not a seed company. <laughs> no, it's Winfield. Oh, it's Winfield. <laughs> Thanks, Casey. Um, we. I thought you were talking Wiffles for a minute. I was like, what? but now on the other hand, not not that this isn't. They should have been a little more upfront. And again, if Casey wants us cut out, we can. But their their career program they cut big time yeah so winfield has this program called associates program and part of the part of the reason i didn't like it is because you have to sign your agreement to be in this program without even knowing the location oh wow where you're gonna be that's fun so you so can end up like in like boise scary. idaho des moines yeah. <laughs> or like arkansas oh I don't think they let you in Arkansas <laughs> unless you have a cousin there. <laughs> so they actually don't they don't let you um, work in the state that you're from or the state so that you're from. So you could have come to Illinois for the first three years. Yeah. But then also they completely cut those. Yeah, so also they usually it's so like last year's associate class I think was twenty five 
to 30. This year's was 10. Wow. So that, I mean, that's, and so that's hard. Cause probably because Andrew's selling corn for such a cheap price. That's probably. <laughs> yeah. Why. It's cheap. No, I'm nice. I'm not. My, most of my guys, <laughs> we, we marketed everything at the top. All of it. Right. <laughs> what else would you say? <laughs> the high of the market that day was amazing. Um, no. And so, yeah, you're seeing that pretty much everywhere. So is that kind of a common theme when you're getting interviewed? But because like, um, yeah. So yesterday I interviewed with a company that they said they were cutting it so far, so far back that they wouldn't even have a December class. Usually they have like a 12 for a December class and then 20 in the May class, but they're not even having a December class of recent grads. Wow. That's sad news. Yeah. So you should have partied for six more months in Iowa. <laughs> uh, you going to pay for it? Right. <laughs> yeah, it's not fun to have lots of students. She's been there. around her father too long. She, I couldn't tell that she was Chris's kid at all. I was like, are you sure? No, you can't. And UPS and Chris didn't that, have Amazon Prime when, when she was born. So yeah. there was. I was going to say right, there was yeah. no Amazon Prime. It would just have to have been the milkman at the time. <laughs> Not that old. <laughs> <laughs> it was the guy that delivered the glass bottles. Um, <laughs> the newspaper boy. Whatever. Well, you um, are no, so, but we know there's a lot of other people out there who you know may be searching. Also, I get stuff from recruiters all the time. Um, think probably because I don't need it right now. But if I needed them, I probably wouldn't get them. But there's always. But they're all in far off places. You know, Southern Illinois. South Dakota. <laughs> yeah. We're just, you know, but yeah. Where they need people. Yeah. <laughs> Where everyone else left. Yeah. Right. That's what, um, yeah. Well, and that's why I'll get recruiters asking if we're hiring too. So, I mean, there's flip oh, right. side of it as well. Yeah. I guess I've got a few. Yeah. Ideas, we're. But. Funny, funny. No recruiters asking if we're hiring. See, I always get positions for, like, managing, a, like, a retail location. I'm like, I have absolutely no experience in managing a retail position or, you yeah. know, location. I'm like, why would you send that to me? Yeah. So. Well, yeah, that's it. Do you not listen to Girls Talk Ag? Do you not know what I do? No. That's how I feel whenever right. any, like, I had a broker calling me for the longest time. They wanted to, to clear for me. And then he saw me on Market to Market, and he was like, oh... Must be you don't need my information. I'm like, no, it was it's great info. I'm not changing, but thanks for figuring out who the hell I am. Google. <laughs> Google who you're going to talk to. Like, I don't feel like I'm super special <laughs> by any means, but if you're in agriculture working in market analysis, maybe maybe I'm less cool than what I thought, but Christ almighty, Google my name. It shows up. Like See, stuff for me, you have me. to Google Karen Corrigan agronomy. If you just do Karen Corrigan, you'll get an, a liberal arts English professor from somewhere on the East Coast. So I bet she's cool. We could sit and talk about Mark Twain. <laughs> she wouldn't tell me I was stupid. <laughs> but no. So, I mean, so Casey, the, the main thing is, 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 you know, I don't know. I don't I'm not going to sit here and, and give you a bunch of advice that you're going to be like, OK, great. Thanks, mom. Why would you sign me up for this? But. Um, Thank God I don't have to don't be her assistant's assistant. Just kidding. Right? That's what... Assistant's assistant, assistant. That's, I call her up in the middle of harvest, and I'm like, hey, can you design some clipboards? And she's like, what? I'm like, clipboards. We need clipboards. Saw it on Twitter. Came to me in a dream. But no, I mean, that's... I... 
I would not freak out if I were you because you're you're in a very popular boat, perhaps, or one that a lot of people are in, which is probably scarier. I shouldn't have said it. You'll but, find something. Um, so, yeah. So that's um. But, you know, and if you don't, don't sometimes, you know, if you don't like people and people don't like you, sometimes you have to make up your own job like I did. So it's true. Today's the first day I've actually felt hopeful. Well, you're welcome. We're glad that we could do that for you. (laughs) (laughs) It's all about actually, uh, What helps more than you was actually a fortune cookie. (laughs) I'll take second to a fortune cookie. I'm all right with that. Just someone needs to tell me I'm I mean, it's a fortune cookie. Did it tell you everything was going to be okay in bed? Well, so I was eating lunch with the people with Indiana Soybean Alliance, and my fortune cookie said, this week, a dinner conversation will turn into a business partnership. I think, I mean, it's written in the stars. It's written in the meteorology. (laughs) Right? Congratulations. (laughs) You are the new Corrigan agronomic soil sampler (laughs) for Indiana. That's, that's what this podcast was. No, it wasn't. I'm sorry. I'm teasing, you know. No, I, uh... But if you find sampling, I'll hire you to do it. I mean... Right? Yeah. That's just it. You can do it for her. No, you are going to be fine. I mean, you're, you are the daughter of Jen and Chris, who are very big deals on Twitter. I don't know if you knew that. <laughs> You've that been, doesn't make her feel comfortable. <laughs> you have been on the Girls Talk Egg podcast, which is the dream of Which no thousands. one else your age can say. Yeah. You mean you put it on my resume? Yeah, put it on your resume. Seriously, there's no one else out there as a recent grad who can say that. Yeah, I've been on the girls, and they're going to be like, "Wow, if you can handle those three, you could handle any situation out there." Reality is, they'll be like, "What? (laughs) (laughs) Do you know Rob Sharkey? Could you get us his (laughs) autograph?" It's very and influential. actually, you say yes, <laughs> and then you might get a job, right? That's just it. Basf. No, I mean that's you'll find. I was thinking Farmer's Edge. Think it's Farmer's Edge now. Get it that's, straight. Oh, I can't. He's that's, moved on. He needs a NASCAR suit. <laughs> <laughs> Would work. I'd be like, who's Rob's sponsorship this week? But no, I mean, and that's I. I can feel. I can only imagine. Well, I. I. It's not, I can only imagine, I know exactly what you're going through, although your degree is much more marketable than mine. So I I can tell you what, that. What was it, English lesbianism? <laughs> I was an English major. <laughs> well, what was it, women's studies? Um, yeah, it was a dual minor in women's oh. studies and psychology <laughs> with a major in English, Casey. And, she and I'm here. So, but I can feel your pain because I graduated and I lived in a very, very small town and I didn't want to move more than, you know, I wanted to live where I'd grown up. I didn't, there was no desire for me to move far away. I say that and I kind of silently weep as I look out at the vast nothingness that is Elgona, Iowa. And, uh, but I, I searched and I panicked and I did a lot of things that, um, I can't say that I'm not proud of because that makes it sound like I was like, lizarding i was not we did not get to that point but i did work some crappy (laughs) sales jobs and and uh you know stuff like that and and was able to get into this position The, the biggest thing i can tell you is always be willing to um go beyond you know what other people would do perhaps when it comes to working hard and stuff like that which i have no doubt you'll do because you're a farm kid 
So I have no worries. In like five years, you'll be more popular than than we are. And by the way, could you tell your friends to listen to this so we can get some more downloads? (laughs) Yeah, that's really just tell them they don't even have to listen. Just download it, and then we'll tell everyone. We'll tell everyone that our download numbers are like twenty (laughs) five. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Tell your friends that we're cool. Listening is not required. The download numbers are what matters. Okay. I can just see that come. That's, you guys know, remind me of my mom know. and I. Okay, I bet you thanks. fought so bad. Did you fight a lot? Still do. Yeah. Still but do. But you love each other more than anything. Right? Do you want a kiss? Do you want a kiss? Mm-hmm. <laughs> I wanted some new jeans. <laughs> maybe I want you can some new work jeans. I just bought you a new shirt. Uh, maybe you could do that. But no. I, is there anything, I mean, do you want to um, say anything else about Anything? Do you have any regrets for being here today? Sir, all of them. She needs to go take a shower uh, now because she feels dirty. Do you believe this helped your job that's hunting? Right. Yeah. That's the right thing to say. <laughs> Look at You told her to say that, didn't you? You like, had a fort. I did. I'm, like giving her, I'm giving her the shit eye right now. <laughs> I will say you have to say yes. No, we we really do though. I we can we can all vouch as character references for Miss Campbell here and can tell you that she is phenomenal. She deserves a chance. I would hire her if I were in the position of hiring in Indiana, especially for any type of job similar to what she wants, soybean check off. <laughs> so I can uh, I can put in a good word maybe with April, but she's more over in eastern Iowa and you don't want to be there. And she but she's on the national like soybean board thing. Like she's kind of a big deal. I went to China with April. Yeah. Isn't she great? I love April. Yeah. That's uh, she's from Iowa. Yeah. She lets you know that. Yes. Yeah, she definitely does. But she doesn't make me feel too uncomfortable. Like I only had to bow and kiss her ring like the first three times we met. <laughs> oh, I think I had to do it more. Yeah, the Iowa ring where right, everyone's yes. like, I'm from Iowa. Yes. Like, I always joke that the people of Algona are like that South Park episode when everyone loves smelling their own farts. <laughs> Have you seen that one? They all drive Priuses and smell their own farts. It's like half the women in Algona are like, ooh, that was a good one. I'm so I always awesome. think of the South Park episode where the guy is frozen. And it's only been like 10 years, but they have to take him to this place that isn't, you know, as far ahead as the rest of us. And it's this place called Des Moines. <laughs> Anything in South Park's good. I enjoy it. I really do. My mom likes nine out of 10 episodes, but there's always the one episode where she's like, this is ridiculous. And like, we'll walk out. My dad has to turn the channel. So they don't watch South Park anymore, which is sad. But but no, Casey, really, if there's anything we can do to help, you know, if there's anyone out there that you you would like to talk to and we can connect you in any way, uh, let us know. Neat fingers broken. That's and uh, <laughs> dear girls. And you're the enforcer. Yeah. I am. I'll make sure that's <laughs> I will make sure they know. But if there's anyone out there that's interested in hiring Casey because they really want some fantastic young go-getter who knows a lot about soils and things of that nature um and also you know perhaps get some girls talk egg swag um contact us we'll hook you up so anything else you guys want to add before we wrap her up casey's got a garth brooks concert to get to no i'm good no is that it that was all that was all jen wanted to add that's what casey you good yep well, thank you so much for t- uh, tagging along or being on this adventure. Being uh, held you can take hostage. Take your helmet off now, <laughs> right? She's just like, 
This is so you'll feed me, isn't it, Mom? I yeah. hate you guys. So <laughs> have a great week, our dear listeners. Uh, someone hire Casey like tomorrow so she doesn't have to breathe into a paper bag anymore. Uh, <laughs> we thank you for listening, and uh, we'll be back next week. <laughs>